This is the Blue Cloud Podcast, empowering the entrepreneurial lifestyle with insights on the leading trends in the mobile and digital landscape, turning ideas to empires. It's Hugh Kimura with Carter Thomas back on the Blue Cloud Podcast. If you missed any of the previous episodes, head on over to bluecloudsolutions.com and that's the best place to find our back catalog. You can also read up on the latest in app development, get reliable source codes, and download the latest ebooks on developing apps. All right, Hugh Kimura, Carter Thomas, episode number three of the podcast. Oh, yeah. So today we're going to get into how do you actually make money with reskin DAOs? Totally. So in the last episode, we talked about how you sold your portfolio, what kind of cash flow it was making, stuff like that. So if you want to learn about those things, go back to the last episode. But in this episode, we're going to talk about what's the overall strategy with reskinning? Are you just building one app for each source code or what's the deal? Yeah. Okay, great. And so just to let everyone know, so on my blog, I mean, we get millions of people coming to the blog. The number one thing people search for is how to make money on with apps. Just mm-hmm. So this is one of those topics that I know you guys are interested in. And I love talking about this because there's a lot of really creative ways to do it. Today, we're going to talk about a lot about the reskinning side of it, um, which is just about the model and everything else. So first and foremost, if, you've, uh, if you don't know anything about apps, there's basically three ways to make money with apps. One, it's you, you charge for the app, right? It's like mm-hmm. a, a dollar per download. Two is you make it free and then you charge for content within the app. So you get a free app and then, oh, I want to get the premium content, two bucks, whatever. The third is um, using advertising. Mm-hmm. Now with reskinning, 90 to 95 percent of your advertising or monies can come from advertising Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a variety of reasons for that and i'll talk about that in a second but when you are building uh, a reskinning portfolio you are basically building um, your apps and your the amount of apps you put in the store becomes your marketing mechanism Mm -hmm. and so what i mean by that is instead of taking one app and saying like how can i put one app in 55 million places to go get more downloads you, you just assume that every app you put out the, in the store will get like 50 downloads. And it's actually a better ROI for you to make 100 apps getting 50 downloads than it is to try to get one app to go get 5,000. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the, the way to think about it, is that you're getting more downloads because you're putting more apps out there. And so you make money on that, on those impressions, by putting ads in your app. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, um, let's, say you, let's say you were making uh, arcade games. You would put gaming advertisements in there and you would promote other arcade games and they would pay you every time that you sent traffic to their iTunes page and that person installed the game. Mm-hmm. That's what we call cost per install, CPI, um, if you hear me talking about that. Or it might be CPC, which means cost per click. Like you, know, you get a thousand people clicking on the ad, but it doesn't, doesn't matter how many install it or not. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty much how the biggest way people make money with uh, apps, or yeah, make money with apps with reskinning, is they create a lot of, of games, or you know, mostly games. They put ads in it, and then the ads just start to generate lots of money off of uh, the amount of impressions out there. Oh, I see. Okay, so like, in, so in the last episode, you talked about how apps can't, or how you can't really create too many apps that are really similar anymore. Mm-hmm. So how would somebody get around that? Yeah. The reason you can't create the same app for variety reasons, one, is the review team isn't going to love it. Mm-hmm. Two is um, you're just not really going to be able to differentiate yourself because you always got to like have an edge. You have some unique thing going on. So the way you get around that now is one, is that um, you can really invest a lot in design. Mm-hmm. And having a really, really good, well-designed app goes a really long way, not only for getting it approved, but for being able to differentiate yourself uh, in the marketplace. So number one is really get just have a smoke and design team 
um, and, and put, uh, to pay attention to details and things like that. The second thing is that you might not reskin the the first source code you do, right? Like the you might not just buy source code or a template, reskin it and then publish it and expect to reskin that exact source code 50 times. Mm-hmm. What might happen is you might buy the source code once, publish it, and then spend five or six times updating it, and then you start reskinning it once it's done really well. Oh, I see. And then you say, okay, now I'm reskinning a superior product, and that's when the model starts working. Mm-hmm. A good example is what King did with uh, Candy Crush Saga, right? Like, they yeah. didn't reskin it until they knew it was an absolute winner. Mm-hmm. And that's when they start, you start to see all these new reskins come out. And that's on the biggest scale, but if you start reskinning a product that doesn't really work that well, I mean, mm-hmm. you're wasting your money. So that's that's how you get around that typically is you focus on one to five projects or you know whatever your bandwidth looks like mm-hmm. and then you you iterate those until they get really good and then you start making making new versions of that. Uh, I see. Okay, cool. Great. So that's how you make money with apps, but I guess getting people to the apps is a different story. So mm-hmm. how would people with a limited budget go about doing that? So there's a few different ways to there's a I, I tend to think about things on a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. And so what we'll talk about is the beginner level spectrum. And so let's say you you download a sort you get a source code you reskin it you make it you make it better and then you put it in the app store. How do you get downloads from that? Now the answer is one is a lot of what you can do is called app store optimization. Now Hugh, you probably know more about app store optimization than oh I don't know about that anybody, <laughs> anybody out there. But uh, it's you know what that means is you know things like making a really great great icon, picking really like mm-hmm. relevant keywords, gr- having a great title, having awesome screenshots, using a great video preview, having a good description, you know, all that sort of thing. And then also building that in into the experience of the app. So the app uh, makes a lot of sense for the users because what happens on Apple's algorithm now is that they not only care about, you know, are your key, do your keywords like match up with your title and, and kind of make it make sense for what people are searching for? It also bakes into the engagement metrics, which mm-hmm. means like if I typed in photo filter app um, and I, I see your app and I download it and I use it and I use it 50 times, it's very clear to Apple that those keywords make sense for that mm-hmm. download. Mm-hmm. And that's going to improve your, your ranking. So what I always tell people if you really want to make a lot of downloads is the keywords are important, titles are important, and you definitely want to do best practices on that. But more importantly is you want to make sure that, that it is so clear, you are so clearly giving the people what they are typing into the search field. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is so clearly what they're getting in the app, that their engagement metrics are really good. And that is going to naturally grow your organic traffic um, within the app store. Now the good thing about this is it's not very expensive. And, and so if you're just beginning of a low budget, this is a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if, you, if you move up the scale, um, and you start to have a little bit more money or you know you want to do something else, you can start to get into things like buying traffic, mm-hmm. right? So you go to uh, an ad network or Facebook and you say, I'm gonna go buy more installs on this app, which may be kind of expensive, but it can be a great way to just like boost your app and just get data points on, on what you really wanna, you know, how you wanna do it. Mm-hmm. And then the third piece, um, beyond just like all the you know viral you know loops and all that, the third piece, which a lot of people don't uh, like, kind of associate with downloads, is you gotta really study the analytics of the usage. Hmm. Now, unfortunately, Google and Apple don't release uh, analytics data the same way that um, like a website would have. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't see all the, like what keywords led to downloads type thing. Mm-hmm. But what you can see is all the usage data within your app. So you can you can very clearly find out why people are leaving your app, why people are uninstalling it, what people like, what people don't like. And the more you can see that and the more you can fix those problems, the better your app is going to get and the better your download volume is going to get. 
I see. Do you have any recommended tools for that? Yeah, typically I use Google Analytics. Um, and uh, the reason Google Analytics kind of, um, it's free, obviously. And if you just put the basic SDK in, and mm-hmm. if anyone doesn't know SDK, it's a software developer kit. That's an acronym. Um, if you just put the SDK in there, you, the, the data is not going to be that, it's going to be pretty underwhelming. It's going to give you some basic demographic data points. But what you want to do is you want to hire a developer and say, I'm going to include some custom events. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that um, you are going to uh, say, all right, when they reach level two, that's an event. And mm-hmm. the coder will put something in your code. So you can customize it really well uh, to make it a, a really good, you know, really indicative uh, report for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Uh, so when people are tracking their analytics and then they, you know, they, they monetize with the ads, what's a good ROI that they should be aiming for, return on their investment, or how quickly should would you typically want to see it? It's, it's, one, it's, kind of, it's one of those tough questions yeah. because it's like, yeah. you know, part of me always wants to tell people, you know, don't, you know, lean startup, make sure that something's viable before mm-hmm. you scale it. Um, the other side is like, you know, it's really hard to build, to build a business if you're always looking for profit every day. Um, what I would typically say is that beyond just revenue, and I, even if you really want to make money, what you really want to see is are the things you are doing leading to the changes you want, mm-hmm. right? So let's say you spend 10 hours doing ASO research, maybe whether that's keyword, maybe that's updating the screenshots, whatever. If you implement those changes, are you getting an improvement in your ranking? And if yes, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. If, you know, let's say it's you're trying to buy traffic or whatever it may be, every time that happens, um, if you're getting better and better, that's more important at the beginning for your ROI than um, I spent $500 and I'm only making 100 mm-hmm. because there's you're not doing anything that you can um, do, like you can change about that. And so you're, you'll be like, well, I need to build another app instead of saying, no, how do I create better systems, better operations for the next 20 that I put out there? Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of actual timelines, uh, I tend to look at it uh, over a three-month scale okay, uh, because... Um, you know, I have a lot of apps going on at once, a lot of different projects. I think once you start building out uh, the portfolio, you start to see a natural timeline. You also start to see what you can afford, mm-hmm. which I think is a, a really important part of it all. Like we're all in individual places. So, and, you know, any, anywhere from there. Like I think if, if you're making money in three months, like you're beating 98% of businesses in America. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, not bad. <laughs> yeah, totally. So is there a point where you should consider folding it? Like if you're not making any progress on the ASO or whatever, just cut it. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. And I think that uh, after three rounds of updates, if mm-hmm. if nothing's happening, just kill it. And that doesn't necessarily mean you can never like you shouldn't use that source code again. Mm-hmm. It just means that particular that one. There's something about that that's not working right, and you can reskin it. You can try something else. But after three, I typically say like. Okay, this isn't working. And we'll usually do a batch of five apps at a time. Mm-hmm. And 90% of the time, if not more than that, at least one of those is going to do well um, mm-hmm. after three updates. Mm-hmm. And if anyone knows the 80-20 in business, you know that no matter how big your portfolio, no matter how small your portfolio, 20% is always going to account for 80% of your revenue. Yeah. So it's way better to focus on that one that's doing really well mm-hmm. and put all your energy and all your money and all your time into that and just let the other ones just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's that can be really hard to get used to, but that's just how it goes in, in business. Oh, I see. Okay, that's a great rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the other big mistakes that you see people making when they try to monetize? Um, one of the biggest mistakes is that they... Um, 
they're really short-sighted. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I don't necessarily fault anyone for doing this because you can make money very quickly. But what I mean by this is that they will, um, they'll, they'll get a source code, they'll get an app, and they'll go out and they'll say, I am going to just pummel these people with ads. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, like, if I get 100 downloads, I want, to, I want there to be like 5,000 ad impressions <laughs> yeah. or whatever, you know? And they're just going to milk as much money as they can as fast as they can mm-hmm. instead of thinking, like, how can I make money um, over the next six months or whatever it may be? Like, how can I, how can I make this a really great experience for people? Mm-hmm. Because it's very, that's very diametric to the idea of reskinning, which is built on, like, fast growth and all that. So I think that's probably one of the biggest things when it comes to making money. The second thing I think um, people make mistakes on is they, they, um, they bite off more than they can chew. Hmm. Okay. They'll, uh, they'll go and they'll, they'll spend a ton of money on a big project mm-hmm. and they'll, ex- they'll treat it as if it's a, a $30 source code. Like they might spend $500 on a huge casino game, mm-hmm. but they're not, they're not treating it like a, a, you know, a big uh, bingo game or whatever it is. I don't know. Who knows what it'll be. Mm-hmm. And so I think it, it, as the game is, gets bigger, you start to need, you need to change um, your perspective and like your expectations mm-hmm. um, so that you can be successful over the long term. Oh, I see. Okay, great. That's good advice. Okay, we'll be back in a few seconds with more from Carter. Learn, implement, succeed. The Blue Cloud Podcast with Carter Thomas. Whether you're an amateur app developer just starting out or a pro looking to take your business to that next level, BlueCloudSolutions.com is the one stop for all appreneurs. Sign up for the free ebooks introducing you to the multitude of steps that involve publishing an app. From how to hire a developer to program your app to buying ad space and increasing downloads. The BlueCloud community will guide you to your success with reliable, affordable source codes, the latest research in trends, and successful monetization methods. Get it all at BlueCloudSolutions.com. Welcome to the cloud. This is the Blue Cloud Podcast. So we always want to leave people with actionable advice at the end. So I guess this falls into two categories. If somebody has an app that's not monetizing, how would they go about doing that? And if they have an app that's not doing so well, what would you recommend them doing? Sure, so the first question is, if, they, if it's not monetizing, what do they do about it? So the first thing I would do is, um, I, would, I would kind of find benchmarks within your field, right? Mm-hmm. So being in the gaming category, you definitely, um, there's a lot. There's a lot to go from. The first thing you do is um, understand what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Like in uh, in Blue Cloud Select, which is on like kind of our private group. Someone asked about this the other week, where they're just like, like here's how many impressions I get. Here's how many downloads I get. Here's how much money I'm making. What's like, how do I make more money? Mm-hmm. And what I said to that person is, well, why why is that happening? And that might sound like I'm. That's what they're asking me, but it's it's different. Mm-hmm. They're they're not saying, "Here's my install rate on my ads. Here are the types of ads I'm showing. Here are the ECPMs on the ads, which is a way to show like how effective it is." Um, and so what I would say is, you gotta you gotta be able to pinpoint the actual Achilles heel of of your of your app. Mm-hmm. And so it might be that you know you're not filling all your inventory in Canada or like you know whatever it may be hmm. okay but you need to be able to identify that problem first yeah once you do that it's going to be very very clear um, what your monetization problem is and i think that that's something that it may seem like a um, an obvious an obvious thing to think about but it's actually not to mm-hmm. be able to point to pinpoint what exactly is wrong uh, that works in other apps 
so that's probably the, the biggest thing is just being able to, to if you're having problem uh, monetizing it, be able to list off exactly and specifically what the problem is, mm-hmm. and if it was fixed, what the revenue would look like, and then you'll be able to say, all right, I kind of just made my own plan here. Yeah. Um, so the second one being um, correct me if I'm wrong is if someone if not getting the downloads they want, or if they already have monetization in place, it's doing pretty well. How would they blow it up? Oh, cool. Yeah. So what you would do, let's say, let's say you have an app and it's making, um, you know, 50 bucks a day, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, I want this to be 500 bucks a day. Yeah. Number one way to do that is you got to uh, create opportunities for people that love your app to spend more money. And so what you what you see uh, when you go from small apps to big apps, the biggest shift is from advertising into in-app purchases. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you find people that love your app so much that they want to keep using it and they want to spend money within that app over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so what you'll do is you'll start to really update the app and you'll also start to create premium features and ways to use the app that are even better Mm -hmm. that will give people an opportunity to spend more and more money. Because over the long term, people are just, you know, your downloads might stay similar. And if you're just showing ads, your revenue is going to stay the exact same, uh, you know, it's going to follow the same curve. But if you are uh, creating opportunities to spend more and more money, the revenue curve is going to start to go straight, uh, you know, left left to right, it's going to go up, you know, mm-hmm. at whatever that shape is called. <laughs> um, and it's just going to grow and grow that way. And so that's what you start thinking about. It's like, I've got this awesome, uh, I don't know, like music app. Mm-hmm. How do I give people more, more things that they can buy and just make the app better and better and you will see a huge increase in revenue over the long term. Oh, I see. Okay, very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate all the great advice, and uh, we look forward to talking to you on the next podcast. Yeah, right on. This has been another episode of the Blue Cloud Podcast. For more information on app development, ebooks, reliable source codes, and more, expand your mobile knowledge by going to bluecloudsolutions.com.